Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another chill episode of Storytime. I'm Michael Santel. And I'm David Miller. Listen, first and foremost, we I want to, I just want to, I'm going to pull back the curtains and allow you into our, our mansion of recording. David right now has like a, an Edwardian tuberculosis cloth <laughs> next to him yeah. as he is hacking up his lugs. You I look have, like a sick old bitty. You look I, like an old sick lady. I've been sick all week and I'm mostly over it, but there's this, this cough grossness. Yeah. And it's it won't go away. We are pushing this to its extremes of recording and releasing. Yeah. We are almost out of time before the next episode is supposed to come out, so we gotta make one. David, I felt that because of your illness, yeah. I wanted to bring to you today a story with no conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Something uh, I can't yell about. If I yell at any point, I'm going to cough. That's fine. Listen, they know, I know, you'll sound like all of my family members when they get heated about politics. Great. Always a good cough between a yell and a, and a, and a laugh. That's how you know it was funny. <laughs> laughing too. If I laugh real deep, it's going to be terrible. Today, David, I present to you a story by... Yee Theodora Ozaki. I see what you did there. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Go type in Yee, everyone, into Google, and you'll get that joke too. Y-E-E. It's like one of my favorite videos, and it's nine seconds long. Here's some... Today's story is called The Adventures of Kintaru, the Golden Boy. Okay. I feel like I've heard that name before. Kintaru? Or maybe Kintaro, but like, I mean, that's probably just a terrible pronunciation of it. I might be... I might be the terrible pronunciation. Don't put this on me. I might be the It's an O. So I thought it was Kintaro. Oh. It might be... I don't know what it is. I'm going Kintaro on this you one. You do it. I however said you, it in my mind. However you do it. David, what do you think is going to happen in the adventures of Kintaro, comma, the golden boy? Uh, see, that's the thing, is I've heard it, but I don't know anything about it. Oh, you actually have heard of this I've, character. I've heard the name Kintaro, but I don't know anything about what it is or who, who they are or what great, they do. Great, great. So, my predictions are there's going to be a... I'm going to say dragon, but I'm going to slash and say serpent. Okay, be, sure, you know, sure, sure. I don't know what the, the language will be, but okay. there's, there's some kind of dragon. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's going to be, like, not just, like, some dragon that we have to fight. Like, uh, I mean, we might, but, like, it's going to, it's gonna like, talk to Absolutely. someone. Yeah, I, the talking part, I feel like, is a good it's gonna, bit. It's going like, to, like, have bet. a riddle or, like, some kind of wisdom. Sure. Um, or be an adversary of some mental type. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Guard. <laughs> The mind palaces. Um, uh, it's a uh, there's a boy is our main character, like a boy who lives in the woods. Oh boy, Uh, I can either confirm or deny whether this is true. And that's that's uh, I gotta have an off the wall one, huh? Yeah, um, I mean, the dragon's pretty is pretty off the wall, all right? Uh, and also, uh, something loses its teeth. <laughs> okay, I love it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see how many of your two uh, out of your uh, three predictions how many come true. Out of my two out of my three. All right. Yeah, the the adventures of Kintaro, comma the Golden Boy. Great. Long, long ago, there lived in Kyoto a brave soldier named uh, Kintoki. Now he fell in love with a beautiful lady and married her. Mm-hmm. Not long after this, though, the malice of some of his friends, he fell into disgrace at court and was dis and was dismissed. The misfortune so preyed upon his mind, he did not long survive his demissal. 
he died, leaving behind him his beautiful young wife to face the world alone. So, he... A whole fucking story of shit just happened, and we don't even get that. There's a soldier, falls in love and gets married. And because of his... malice of his friends... So, he associated with bad dudes. And they got him, and they got kicked out of the court. And because he lost all of his status, he, like, mm. just looks like, I have no purpose, and died. And died. Fearing her did husband... Did he die, or did he kill himself? Great question. It just said he died. Okay. But if he died of a broken heart, yeah, that is fine. sort of like the suicide yeah. of sadness. He like lost his uh, his like purpose. He had no purpose. Yeah. I have a special purpose. <laughs> Fearing her husband's enemy, she fled to the uh, Ashigara Mountains as soon as her husband was dead. And, Beautiful. And there in a lonely forest where no mm. one ever came except woodcutters, a little boy was born to her. A boy! She called him Kintaru, or the Golden Boy. All right. Now, the remarkable thing about the child was his great strength. Okay. And as he grew older, he became he grew stronger and stronger, so that by the time he was eight years of age, he was able to cut down trees as quickly as the woodcutters. Ah, shit. At eight years old, he's as strong as a full-grown man. Yeah, it's like that kid. Have you seen that video of that like, bodybuilder child? Yeah, that little kid who's so buff. Yeah. He looks like a tiny Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he frightens me. I'm more frightened of bodybuilder children than I am of, like, robots killing us. Okay. If we turn all the kids into strongmen, we're all dead, David. Maybe the kids will be nice. Maybe. The kids are all right. Come on. Kids are brutal. (laughs) Then his mother gave him a a large axe and used to go out to the forest and help the woodcutters and, and called him... Wonder Child and yeah. his mother, the old nurse of the mountains, for they did not know her high rank. Another favorite pastime of Kintaro's was to smash up rocks and stones. Uh-huh. You can imagine how strong he was. There's not a whole lot to do in the woods. <laughs> He's just smashing <laughs> rocks and stones together. Also, I love that the whole family has nicknames. Yeah, there's Wonder Child. His mom is old nurse of the mountains. They yeah. didn't know that she's a lady. Yeah, she's a she's a former soldier wife. Yeah, they don't know that though. But she's like, just like, like a mystic so he was like now. a soldier of the court. He was like a like an elite guard or something. Yeah, something like, like that, or some sort of like higher than just I'm a dude in the army. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite unlike other boys, Kintaro grew up all alone in the mountains, wild, and he had no companions. He made friends with. Yeah. It's like Mowgli, but without animals. He made friends with all the animals oh, and learned oh, to understand oh, them oh, and to speak to their strange talk. No, he's fucking exactly <laughs> like Mowgli. He just has a bed he gets to sleep in. <laughs> By degrees, they all grew quite tame and looked upon Kintaro as their master. And he used them as servants and messengers. Man, they but went from friends to servants. Very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> But his special retainers were the bear, the deer, the monkey, and the hare. Okay. They're Man, like... I almost... I almost said there's going to be a monkey in this one. You were... I was going to say, you should have. Yeah, I, I knew that your monkey... Dragon and monkey are almost interchangeable yeah. in these stories. The bear often brought her cubs to Kintaro to romp with, and when he came to take them home, Kintaro would get on their back and have a great ride to her cave. <laughs> he was very fond of the deer, too, and would often put his arms around the creature's neck to show that its long horns did not frighten him. Oh, he'd hug a deer. Great was the fun they all had together. Yeah. Every day. He, he that liked. sounds really nice. Yeah, again. No conflict in this story. <laughs> One day as usual, Kintaro went up to the mountains, followed by the bear, the deer, the monkey, and the hare. I love as well that, like, the Von Trapp children, they're in a very yeah, specific like order. In an order. Yeah, and absolutely. From, from biggest to smallest. Absolutely. And just were like, Akuna, Matana. They're, like, getting older over time. They're walking across that log. 
After walking for time up a hill and down a dell and over rough rocks, they suddenly came upon a wide and grassy plain covered with pretty wild flowers. David, do you know what down the dell means? Like the farmer in the dell? Yeah, it's like a little like valley. It's like a little valley. Yeah, yeah. they're just down in the dell. Yeah, I imagine a dell is like a, it, it has to have grass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here indeed was a nice place where they could all have a good romp together. Now, I do think this is a story about bestiality. No. I think that's what they no. mean by You've romp. You've been reading too much I think he's. Is, I think he's getting older. A, he's getting sexual needs. There's nobody out there. I don't want to have to put an, an extra NSFW Let's stamp. Listen, I'll let the story stand for itself, David. The deer rubbed his horns against a tree for pleasure. The okay, monkey well, scratched his back. The yeah. hare smoothed his long ears, and the bear gave a grunt of satisfaction. Okay, okay. So they went to this dell. Yeah. And their romping is literally them doing the shit that animals normally just do. Just the regular stuff. They're just doing it in this new place. The hare rubbed his ears. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. sit there and they rub their ears. having a very nice time. The monkey scratched his back. When have you not seen them doing That's that? That's basically what they do 90% of the yeah. time. And the rubbing the antlers thing is because they're probably growing. And he's That's right. The skin. He's a growing boy. He wants to look good for him because, you know, they're going to okay. romp okay. around, David. Kintaro said, here is... Here is a place for a good game. What do uh, what do you all say to a wrestling match? Okay, I think the bear is going to do well. I the, think the bear, being the biggest and oldest, answered for the others. <laughs> she'll man, I guess she'll splain? What do you call her a splain? Bear splain. Bear splain. That will be great fun, said she. I am the strongest animal, so I will make the platform for the wrestlers. Nice. And they set to work with a... Uh, they set to work with a will to dig up the earth and to pat it into shape. All right, said Kintaro. I will look on while you all wrestle with each other. I shall uh, give a prize to the one that wins each round. So he he offers wrestling and then is like, and also, I'm not going to wrestle. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. I'm it's, not going to wrestle the bear. Yeah, it's like playing master-slave and it's like, I'll be the master, you'll be the slave. Yeah, and now hair, go wrestle the bear. Well, let's see no, what I happens. I see the matchups. What fun! We sh we all shall try to get the prize," said the bear, who clearly is going to win a prize. She's the fucking biggest. She. Oh, that's right. That's I apologize, bear. Mama Bear. The deer, the monkey, and the hare set to work to help with the bear raise the platform on which they were all to wrestle. With uh, when it was finished, Kintaro cried out, "Now begin!" The monkey and the hares shall open the sports, and the deer shall be umpire. Okay. Now, Mister Deer, you will be. You are to be umpire. So he like put the two small ones against each other, it's and the, the bear is like match before the big. That's show. That's right. This is like the. This is exactly like when you have like um like uh Rey Mysterio Jr. You have those small little like little Mexican wrestlers that can like jump around and stuff like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then when you have like you know your Brock Lesnar, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. Brock Lesnar, he's got the big, he's got no, the weird I knife. I didn't know what you were talking chest. about for the first one either. I said, oh yeah, 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 like I knew, but I don't. I you don't, don't know, know who wrestlers are? I, I know who wrestlers. I don't know them. You gotta watch Ray Mysterio Jr. He's got some great stuff. I don't know anything. Hit you with the six one nine, David. You don't want to get hit with the six one nine. I don't. Hee ha! Answered the deer. I will be umpire again. I don't understand why they keep telling these rules. We just want to be clear. The deer is the umpire. He might be eight years old, but he's playing like a six-year-old. All right, you're going to be the mob. You're going to be the dad. That's not... Hey, you're the dad. That's... Hey, everybody, I'm the dad. I feel like that's not a huge jump between six and eight. Listen, very... I feel like there's a very formative years for both those ages. Now, Mr. Monkey and Mr. Hare, if both of you are ready, please walk out and take your place on the platform. All right. Then the monkey. I wonder what music the monkey came out to. If he came out to like the DK rap or something like that. Oh yeah. Maybe. The hair, he just came out to like the bunny hop. 
Or it's just like the guy in the booth was lazy and he just did the thing and it was just that, uh, was it, like rock and roll part two. I don't, yeah, they're trying. Well, they gotta have two different songs. I bet one of them was still like. And then one of them was like, We will rock you. Right yeah, sure, 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 sure. Then the monkey and the hare both hopped out, uh, out quickly and nimbly to the wrestling platform. The deer, as umpire, stood between the two and called out, Red back, red back. This is to the monkey who has a red back in Japan. Gotcha. Are you ready? Then he turned to the hare. Long ears, long ears. Are you ready? That was to the monkey? No, that was to the rabbit because oh. in Japan, rabbits have long ears. <laughs> I see, I see. Both the little wrestlers faced each other while the deer raised a leaf on high as a signal. When he dropped the leaf, the monkey and the hare rushed upon each other crying, Yoshio! Yoshio! That's fun. Uh, but also, when he dropped the leaf, so does it like flutter down Oh, slowly? it anime fell down and they watched it. And once it hits the they ground, just They just fucking go. Naruto ran towards each other with their arms backwards. I like that. While the monkey and the hare wrestled, the deer called out, encouraging or shouted warnings to each of them as the hare and monkey pushed each other near the edge of the platform and were in danger of falling over. He would say things like, good technique there, monkey. Good yeah. technique ah, there, hare. Watch your grabs. Hey, don't grab those ears. Yeah. No illegal yeah. Pu- yeah. ear pulling. Hey, get your hands away from that weird baboon's ass. No ass touching. <laughs> redback, redback, stand your ground, called out the deer. Long ears, long ears, be strong, be strong. Don't let that monkey beat you, grunted the bear. So again, everyone's involved in this. Except Kintaro, who's just like sitting there laughing quietly. He's watching the animals like the fight for his amusement. Golden boy emperor. Yeah. Again, this is sort of serial killer to make animals fight for you. He's not like cutting them apart, but it is pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's having them have a playful wrestle. He's not like fight to the death for me. Let's see what happens next, David. Oh boy. It might be a friendality. The monkey just rips the fucking rabbit's head off. So the monkey and the hare, encouraged by their friends, tried their very hardest to beat each other. The hare at last gained on the monkey. The monkey seemed to trip up, and the hare, giving him a good push, sent him flying off the platform in a bound. Oh, got him. The poor monkey sat up, rubbing his back, and his face was very long as he screamed angrily, Ow! Ow! How my back hurts! My back hurts! All these animals repeat everything twice, I've noticed. Yeah. And maybe that's an animal thing, the way their brains work. <laughs> maybe that's just like a thing. Right? If you're like, you're like, you know, when you talk to your cat, like dinner time, the cat's like, I want dinner. I want dinner. I want dinner. I I want want dinner. dinner. Yeah. Seeing the monkey in plight on the ground, the deer holding up his leaf on high said, The round is finished. The hare has won. Oh boy. And now we get to say one of our favorite words that I've discovered in all of these old texts. Kintaro uh, then opened his luncheon box ah. and taking out rice dumpling, gave it to the hare saying, Here is your prize. You have earned it well. Now the monkey got up looking very cross, and as they say in Japan, his stomach stood up, for he felt that he had not been fairly beaten. Mm. So he said to Kintaro and the others who were standing by, I have not been fairly beaten, and my foot slipped and I tumbled. Please give me another chance and let the hare wrestle with me for another round. Mm-hmm. This is like the low stakes he version wants to run it back. of the WWE. Yeah. Of being like, I tripped, I want another chance yeah. at the title. Yeah. Then Kinsaro consenting... The, uh, then Kintaro consenting, the hare and the monkey began to wrestle again. Now, as everyone knows, the monkey is a cunning animal by nature, yeah. and he made up his mind to get the best of the hare this time. If it were if it were possible to do this, he thought that the best and surest way would be to get a hold of the hare's long ears. Ah. Then he soon managed to do. 
The hare was quite thrown off the off his guard by the point by the pain of having his long ears pulled so hard. Oh. And the monkey, seizing the opportunity at last, caught hold of one of the hare's uh, the hare's legs and it sent him sprawling in the middle of the dais. The monkey was now the victor and received a rice dumpling from Kintaru, <laughs> uh, which pleased him so much that he quite forgot his sore back. Okay. A lot of happened in there by play-by-play. The play. Grabbed that ear, pulled that leg, got him sprawled out. He won the match. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just one-to-one. One. Right. Gotta run it back again. The deer now came and asked the hare if he felt ready for another round, and if so, whether he would try the round with him. And the hare, consenting, they both stood up to wrestle. The, the deer and the hare? Uh-huh. Oh. The bear came forward as umpire. Yeah, the deer was like, I want a chance oh, I like at that title. This is like regular season. Each each person plays each other twice. Yeah, that's right. And then the, however the score plays out at the end, you can have tiebreaker matches. And Classic whatever. league play. Yeah. Classic yeah. league play. Yeah. The deer with long horns and the hare with long ears. It must have been an amusing sight to those who watched the queer match. Ha, look at those animals with both of long things. Fuck that noise. The deer is clearly at an example. Your ears aren't like long and sharp or some shit. What are they doing? <laughs> Just slapping them in the face with them? Also, I know you meant at an advantage, but you said at an example. Oh, okay. As an example. I, I think it's really funny, and the I need to the audience to know that you gotta speak Santel sometimes. Listen, you put it together however it sounds best oh, in your brain. This is all going in just the way it is. Suddenly the deer Yeah, but none of your fucking coughs, David! That's right. Suddenly the deer went down on on his knees, and the bear with the leaf on high declared him beaten in his wow. way, sometimes the one, sometimes the other, conquering conquering, the little party amused themselves till they were tired. Okay. So, like, everybody took turns being like, you won, sometimes you won. Sometimes you won, sometimes they won. It's a fairly even all around. Everyone's happy. Again, David, no conflict. At last, Kintaro got up and said, this is enough for today. What a nice place we have found for wrestling. Let us come again tomorrow. Now we will go and now we will all go home. Mm -hmm. Come along. So saying, Kintaro led the way while the animals followed. He is their master. They listen to him. Yeah, they are all it's already been established. They are servants. He is the Mowgli of this world. Yeah. But Mowgli, I guess they weren't like his servants. Maybe. No, no, no. The animals with Mowgli weren't his servants. They were, if anything, they were like his guardians. A little bit, yeah. Because they had to watch out for Shere Khan. Yeah. He did not want another man in the forest to just grow up to be another hunter with a gun. Right. Which, And if you think about it, that's a, it's a very, like, you got to understand that villain. It's I understand a, him. A, I understand him. Villain. I understand him. Shere Khan was, hashtag Shere Khan was right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After walking some little distance, they came out on the banks of a river flowing through a valley. Kintaro and the four furry friends stood and looked about for some means of crossing. Bridge there was none. I don't know why it says that. There wasn't one. It's I get it, but that's not how he says it. Bridge, there was none. Yeah. The river rushed dawn, dawn on its way. All the animals looked serious, wondering how they could cross the stream and get home that evening. Kintaro, however, said, I don't know how they didn't notice this fucking river the first time. Maybe they're going home a different way. I guess they are, but like, you figure you would just backtrack the way you got there and then just get back out again. Yeah. Wait a moment. I shall make a good bridge for all of you. All in a few minutes, the bear, the deer, the monkey, and the hare looked at him to see what he would do now. Kintaro went from a tree to another and that grew along the river bank. At last, he stopped in front of a very large tree that was growing at the water's edge. He took hold of the trunk and pulled it with all his might. Yeah. Once, twice, thrice. Oh. And at the third pull was uh, so great that Kintaro's strength that the roots gave way and Mary, Mary, crash, crash. 
overfell the tree, forming an excellent bridge across the stream. I like the sound effects. Uh, that kid, that uh, that like yeah, cheers that, that Heath Theodora yeah. puts in for us. I yeah. do too. Uh, also, it's good to, like, I was just thinking to myself, like, man, we haven't really had a chance for him to use his super strength yet. Yeah, here you go. Just, like, a classic example of, like, everyday problems solved by super strength. He, like, took himself out of the wrestling match, which I suppose is fair. Yeah, he would have killed... I remember he's got super strength, like, he would have... He would have, like, peeky-tapped somebody and, like, killed them. Yeah. There was Kentaru. What do you think of my bridge? It It is quite safe, so follow me. And he stepped across first. The four animals followed. Never had they seen anyone so strong before, and they all exclaimed, How strong he is! How strong he is! Yeah, there's that repeating. Rip, oh, man. Ripetiti, David! Ripetiti! <laughs> I also like that, again, the animals repeat things in twos. <laughs> <laughs> While all this was going on by a river, a woodcutter that happened to be standing on a rock overlooking the stream had seen all that passed beneath him. He watched with great surprise Kentaru and his animal companions. He rubbed his eyes to be sure that he was not dreaming when he saw this boy pull over a tree by the roots and throw it across the stream to form a bridge. I love that that's like the, the thing that people do to be like, am I dreaming? Hold on, let me rub my eyes. It's a very, yeah, it, like, it, it feels like a cartoon thing. A dream? No, I guess not. I guess if you do it, you just like, your hands just like fuse into your head or some it's shit. Like saying, pinch me, I'm dreaming. If someone pinched me in a dream... In the dream, I'd probably be like, ow, you're pinching me. Right, so. like, I would still continue dreaming. Yeah. The woodcutter, for such he seemed to be by his dress, marveled at all he, at all he saw and said to himself, This is no ordinary child. Whose son can he be? I will find out before the day is done. It's that soldier. Maybe. He doesn't know. Or the nurse of the mountain. The nurse of the mountain, maybe. <laughs> he hastened after the strange party and crossed the bridge behind them. Kentaro knew nothing of this and little guessed that he was being followed. On reaching the other side of the river, he and the animals separated. They they to their lairs in the woods and mm -hmm. he to his mother, who was waiting for him. As soon as he entered the cottage, which stood like a matchbox in the heart of the pine woods, he went to he went to greet his mother, saying, Uh Okas o Mother, here I am. Okay. Oh, Kimbo, said his mother with a bright smile, glad to see her boy was safe after a long day. How late you are today. I feared that something had happened to you. Where have you been all this time? A fucking river appeared in the pathway home. I took my four friends, the bear, the deer, the monkey, and the hare, up into the hills, and when I made them try a wrestling match to see which was the strongest. We all enjoyed the sport, and after going to the same place tomorrow to have another match. Mm. Now tell me, who is the strongest? of all asked mother pretending not to know oh mother said kintaro don't you know i am the strongest there was no need for me to wrestle with any of them but next to you but next to you then who's the strongest ah. the bear came next to me and strength answered kintaro and after the bear asked his mother again next to the bear it is not easy to say which is the strongest for the deer the monkey and the hare all seem to be strong as each other said kintaro suddenly kintaro and his mother were startled by the voice from outside <gasps> uh, i do like that his mom again he's eight years old so his mom is like engaging him to like use his cognizant ability yeah, yeah yeah that's right you're the strongest but who's, well, who's next strongest a bear is the strong he really should be in school at this point yeah, and yeah. then after that who is the next strongest she's doing her best she's do she is a single mother and this is in definitely the in the woods there's no way she's getting some sort of government Only stipend going there's there. like not even a like a government at this point yeah that's not true well there's the government that they were out oh that's right that's right <laughs> 
Listen to me, little boy. Next time you go, take this old man with you to the wrestling match. He would like to join the sport, too. It was the old woodcutter who had followed Kintaro from the river. He slipped off his clogs and entered the cottage. Because you don't wear shoes in a Japanese home. Don't go inside with those shoes on. Yama Uba and her son were both taken by surprise. Yeah, they did not invite him in. He is not allowed to just come into our home. Yama Uba? Yama Uba. Oh, that's her name. Yeah. We just got her name. It took a long time. <laughs> it's not a good short form scene. They looked at the intruder wonderingly and saw that he was uh, one... That he was one they had never seen before. First off, as startled as they are, I would not want to startle this boy because he's going to fucking rip you You know how strong he is. He's going to rip your yeah. head off and play volleyball with yeah. it. Or like whatever the equivalent of 1907 so volleyball is. So this guy must is. know something. He must, or like be something, you know. Who are you, they both exclaimed. Then the woodcutter laughed and said, it does not matter who I am Ooh. yet, but let me, let yeah. us see who has the strongest arm, the boy or myself. All right. That, if someone walks into your house and you're like, who are you? And, they're, and they go, that doesn't matter. That's not Arm wrestle me. Not even that doesn't matter. That's not important right now. Yeah. Like, if you're like, okay, what? Now that means you have a plan. First like, off, it matters very fucking much. Yeah. Who are you, strange man? It matters right now because the first thing I should know is who are you? You should always lock your front door. I think this is what this is teaching us. I do. Then Kintaro, who had lived all his life in the forest, answered the old man without any ceremony saying... We will have to try if you wish, if you wish it, but you must not be angry whoever is beaten. Then Kintaro and the woodcutter both put on their right arms and grasped each other's hands. For a long time, Kintaro and the old man wrestled together in this way, each trying to bend the other's arm. But the old man was very strong, and the strange pair were evenly matched. At last, the old man designated, declaring it a draw game. Okay. So, so this wood, this woodcutter man, yeah, they over the top, but like not one person could like cheat and put their hand over the top like a yeah, Stallone yeah, yeah. did. Yeah. So they were like evenly matched. Um. He didn't designate. He desisted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Thank you, you for. I, sometimes you say words, and as I'm, I love it. Listen, you listen. The audience does not, and I appreciate you keeping me on track. <laughs> you are indeed a very strong child. There are a few men who came boast of their strength of my right arm, said the woodcutter. I saw you first on the banks of the river a few hours ago when you pulled up that large tree to make a bridge across the torrent. Hardly able to believe what, uh, what I saw, I followed you home. Your strength of arm, which I have just tried, proves what I saw this afternoon. When you are full grown, you will surely be the strongest man in all of Japan. Damn. It is a pity that you are hidden away in these wild mountains. Then he turned to Kentaro's mother. And you, mother, have you no thought of taking your child to the capital and of teaching him to carry a sword to, bene to benefit a samurai, a Japanese knight? <laughs> <laughs> you are very kind to take such interest in my son, replied his mother. But fuck the government. But he, <laughs> but he is, as you see, wild and uneducated. And I fear it would be very difficult to do as you say. Because of your great strength as an infant, if I hid him away in this part of the country, for he hurt everyone that, uh, that came here near him. I have often wished that I could one day see my boy a knight wearing two swords, but, uh, but as we have no influential friend to introduce us at the capital, I fear my hope will never come true. Mm, so, 
part of the reason they went in the woods is because he was so strong, he was a danger to those around him. Just like Hercules. It's, the, like, classic, it's the classic, like, like Superman conundrum, you know? Absolutely. Like, he's gotta always focus on not hurting people around that him. That being said, can we talk about the fact that the mother sees him with two fucking katanas at his yeah. side? She double katana! I want a fucking rad warrior kid. See, and if you're super strong like this, you could make up bullshit attacks and they would be devastating. Yeah. Right? Like, what is he doing? Well, he's an eight-year-old that he's just spinning around. But he calls it devastating tornado strike. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking devastating. You need not trouble yourself about that. To tell you the truth, I am no woodcutter. I am an influential man. I am one of the great generals of Japan. Is. My name is... Sada Mitsu, and I am a vessel of a powerful lord, uh, Min, <laughs> Min Amato no Rakiku. Oh boy. He ordered me to go around the country and look for boys who give promise of remarkable strength so that they may be trained as soldiers for the army. That's. And I also don't know why I started I... saying that like Sam the Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, I get it, but like that, I, like, that's shitty. <laughs> hey, dude. Go around the country and round up a lot of young boys so that we can we need make a, them into war machines. We need another generation of war boys. Yeah. War boys! War boys. I just watched Mad Max Fury Road again. Did you? Uh, recently. Yeah, like, uh, not, like, for the millionth time. I was gonna like, say, you watch it every, like, six weeks. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I could do, I thought I could best do this by assuming the disguise of a woodcutter. Mm. By good fortune, I thus unexpectedly came across your son. Now, if you really wish him to be a samurai, a knight, I will take him at present uh, and present him to Lord Raikou. So, uh, so as a coordinate for his for as a candidate for his service. Gotcha. What do you say to this? First off, oh, his logic is super flawed. He like can't go to the forest as a general. He has to like disguise himself as a woodcutter. No, just tell people you're a general. That's fine. Maybe they'll be intimidated, or maybe he'll get a lot of people coming at him, being like, "I'm strong." This is our forest, buddy. Get out of here. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm pretty sure the kid's gonna say, "No, sorry, I can't." I have a wrestling match tomorrow. That I Sorry, got. bro. I gotta. I'm trying to get that title I back. Made plans already. The bear has intercontinental right now, and I'm trying to hold two titles. <laughs> After the kind general gradually unfolded his plan, the mother's heart was filled with great joy. She uh, she saw and heard a wonderful chance uh, of that of the one wish for her life being fulfilled, uh, that of seeing Kentaro a samurai. <laughs> a samurai. Just a second. As the kind general gradually unfolded his plan, the mother's heart was filled with great joy. She saw here was a wonderful chance for her one wish of life being fulfilled and seeing Kintaro a samurai before she died. Bowering her head to the to the ground, she replied, I will then entrust my son to you if you really mean what you say. Huge leap of faith here. Huge leap of faith that also, he's not some, like, child sex trafficker. Also, that, yeah, that's one... Th I didn't want to really get into that, but it's like you're going around the countryside looking for young boys. I'm looking for young boys for my child boy army. Yeah. Uh, but also, no one yet has asked Kintaro what he wants to do. Ooh! Kintaro had all the time been sitting by his mother's side listening to what they say. Man, me and Yi Theodora Ozaki are, like, on the same goddamn page. When his mother finished speaking, he exclaimed... Oh, joy, joy. I am to go with the general, and one day I shall be a samurai. Right, if he's into it, then cool. To be fair, though, his life is pretty, like... Cool. 
David, he spends most day mashing rocks and sticks together. Yeah, that part, I he probably, might be a little fucking bored that part out of could his probably mind. Be more exciting, but he just he just founded the wor- the woods first uh, <laughs> woods wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> it's the WWE Wood Wrestling Wood Wrestling Federation. You can't call it WWF because, because it's the wildlife they sued Foundation, and they got yeah. it. It's got to be the WWE. Well, then, hey, everyone, go donate to the WWF. And yeah. if you don't want to, then donate to the WWE. Yeah, whichever one you want. It's fine. Yeah, Don't donate to us because we don't have one of those. Yeah, we don't have a Patreon. If anyone is asking you for money saying it's donating to us, they're lying to And you. if they're asking for your child for a child boy army, just say no. If you're listening to this in the future and we have started accepting donations, ignore this Yeah, part. just give us money, please, okay? <laughs> Thus, Kintaro's fate was settled, and the general decided to start for the capital at once, taking Kintaro with him. It need hardly be said that Yabu Uba, Yama Uba was sad at the parting with her boy, for he was all that was left, of, uh, left to her. But she hid her grief with a strong face, as they say in Japan. She knew that it was, it was for the boy's good and that he could leave her now. Uh, and she must not discourage him just uh, just as he was setting out. Kintaro promised never to forget her and said that as soon as he, he was a knight wearing two swords, that he would bi- uh, build her a home and take care of her in her old age. I wonder if the number of swords you have is like your status. Like, I'm a one-sword samurai. I'm a two-sword samurai, yo. That guy's a six-sword samurai. I've heard of a seven-sword samurai no, that roams this land. A seven-sword samurai is legit. I also, will... if you haven't seen... Um, 13, have you seen 13 Assassins? Uh, is that the one with Keanu Reeves? No. That's 42 no, it's Assassins? The one, it's the, 13 Assassins is the one where the first half of the movie is setting up a fight between 13 dudes and 250 guys. Oh yeah, it's a great movie! And then the second half of the movie is the fight between 13 dudes and 250 guys. There's that guy who sets up all those swords all around yeah, the Yeah, they all go into the guys when they come in the room. And then he just runs around pulling them out of places and using them. That reminds me of the Seven Swords. Samurai. Great. Uh, this also does have shades of the Mowgli story in that he wants to like his mom is fine with him living in the forest but she understands that he needs to return to society yeah. to like actually have a place in life right um I'm mad that he didn't go tell his animal friends that he was leaving all the animals uh, those he had tamed to serve him the bear the deer Yee. the monkey the and the hare Ozaki as soon as they found out that he was going away came to ask if they might at- uh, attend attend him as usual. When they learned that he that he was going away for good, they followed him to the foot of the mountain to see him off. Oh, I thought they were going to go with him and be like, dude, that's the two-sword samurai with, with like, the fucking menagerie like a, a of, animal. of animals. Fuck that noise. Him. The bear and the deer would be way too powerful. That's so cool. It would be great. In the manga version, that's all of them would come that's a team that run absolutely. Yeah, 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 gonna, let's write that. Kimbo <laughs> said the mother, mine and be a good boy. Mr. Kintaro, said the faithful animals, we wish you good health on your travels. Then they all climbed a tree to see the last of him, and from the height they watched him and the shadowy, uh, and his shadow gradually grow smaller and smaller till he was lost to sight. How did the deer climb a tree? David, don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he like wolverine did. He like put his uh, one antler, another antler, one antler, another antler. And he fucking just got up there. Or the fucking bear just yeah, like, like, yep. It just like, help I picture the bear being like, um, uh, uh, my neighbor Totoro and just grabbing everybody okay. and just in a single bout being like, boom. To be honest with you, I haven't seen that. Oh, fuck you, the David. The only Miyazaki movie I've seen is the Castle of Cagliostro. Come over and watch it. 
Okay. The general uh, Sadamitsu went on his way rejoicing at having an unexpectedly found such a prodigy as Kintaro. Having arrived at their destination, the general told Kintaro at once to his lord, Minamatu no Ryuku, Rai, Rai Aiku, and told him all about Kintaro and how he had found the child. Lord Raiku was delighted with the story, and having commanded Kintaro to be uh, to be brought to him, made him one of his vassals at once. Okay. Lord Raiku's army was famous for its band called the Four Braves. The warriors were chosen by himself from amongst the bravest and strongest of his soldiers. And, and the they s- shredded, man. And they... the small and well-picked band was distinguished throughout the whole of Japan. They had like eight Grammys. For their dauntless courage for uh, of its men. No, David, they're a band of men like a band of like brothers. Like a band. Like a... No, not like... Fuck you, David. They're not like the Beatles. They do beat all, though. So no. that is true. <laughs> Whenever Kintaru grew up to be a man, his master made him the chief of the four brains. Oh. He's the fucking number one of the four. Yeah. He's like... He's like North. Yeah. Uh, you mean uh, Northwest? Well, I was thinking... Con- like, I'm talking of Kanye West kids. No, I know. But I was like, the four Braves should be like North, South, East, and West. Ooh, that's a good one. Because they are the strongest in all the world. Do you know what happens when you put those together? You get news. Oh. Yeah, that's why it's the... Never news. Eat, never eat soggy waffles. That's right. Or shredded... When I was... I lived in England. Yeah. They didn't say soggy waffles. I learned it as never eat shredded wheat. Which is like... Okay, because right. it's, it's boring and gross. But and you were also, also a little kid. You're like, fuck that noise. But also it rhymes. Like, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. He was by far the strongest of them. Soon after the event, news was brought to the city that a cannibal monster had taken up his abode not far away and that uh, and that people were stricken with fear. Whoa, I see that you're very close to the end of the story and for it to throw a cannibal monster at us all of a sudden is kind of crazy. This is sort of like when Bob Ross would only have two minutes left and he would fucking add a little tree, which is why if you watch those old episodes, he goes, I know they won't like it, but I'm at a little tree right now because he would have to like hurry up and he knew it would fuck with the end. Lord Raikou ordered Kintaro to the rescue. He immediately started off delighted at the prospect of uh, trying his sword. He died. This is his first <laughs> fucking mission, yeah, FYI. He's only got one sword so far. Right, he hasn't got the second he's one yet. earn the second one by killing a cannibal. Surprising the monster in its den, he made short work, uh, short work of cutting its great head, oh. which he carried back in triumph to his master. Kintaru now rose to be the greatest hero of the country, uh, and great was the power and honor and the wealth that had come to him. He now kept his promise and built a comfortable home for his old mother, who lived happily with him in the capital to the end of her days. Is that not the story of a great hero? Oh. The end. I dig it. I dig it. Um, Yi Theodore Ozaki felt a little bit defensive at the end. A little bit. He was like, are you (laughs) sure? That last part was just a little bit. You you yeah, it was fine, bud. But listen, I knew you're not feeling well. There's a million edits in this episode. Yeah. They'll never know, but I was here for it. Yeah. I know about oh, them. Yeah. Um, there, what was the conflict of that story? Uh, like, the conflict of him being taken from his mother was like, nope, oh, he's doing it. Yeah, it, the, I guess just the, the status quo as it was was, I guess, the conflict of, oh, he's a boy in the woods and he should be in the army? Like, I guess. Whatever. Let's go to lessons. 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 David, what are some lessons you'll take away from this story? Give your children to generals. That, I don't know if that's the thing. Everything worked out great. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I do see that. I do recognize that, like... If you're like, this is sort of a propaganda piece of like, 
Like, did you hear about the strongest How man? How wonderful he, it is to be in the army. Oh, if you be, go to the army, you'll be in the special elite forces yeah. and everything will be happy and you'll build a house for your mother and she yeah. won't live in poverty anymore. Yeah. I mean, and that was in the times of, like, samurai and stuff, where, like, being warrior was a little more than just, like, oh, I am in the army, right? Like, there was a whole process to it. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh, it's very, uh, yay! Yeah! Yay, war people! Um, what else did I learn? Uh, don't underestimate the strength of a hare. Absolutely! It is on par with a monkey and a deer! Yeah. Um, deer can climb trees. Uh-huh. Well, that's not really a lesson. I didn't know it. <laughs> Watch out if you're if you're running from a deer in the it's forest, gonna fucking just wolverine right climb up, that up the street. If that's don't, terrifying. Don't climb a tree to get away. If you saw like I mean like technically that is what Santa Claus's deer do, right? Those fucking reindeer. They, sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe they. Maybe just, it flies. Maybe yeah, it flies. Maybe, maybe Japanese just fly just deer. All right. Uh, here's a, a lesson from the beginning. Uh, watch who your friends are. Absolutely. Absolutely. It might fuck up your life, but then make your sons great. Listen, and another Japanese thing, you know, his work sort of defined him, and when that went away, like, you are not your job, everybody. You can be other things. Be your own individual. Have other hopes and aspirations other than, like, working that nine to five. Yeah. Unless your job is, like, your own personal brand. Right. And then I guess you are your job. Right, I guess so. And then I also learned that, like, you should uh, trust the WWF. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, do, they do good work. They do good work. <laughs> well, wonderful. So there yeah. you go, David. There's a new story. I love it. Uh, and today's reverse sponsorship was brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. Oh, was it? Go to In-N-Out Burger and tell them that uh, the Storytime Pod sent you and see if they give you any free spread. And if they don't, then you can just look under the cup and get Bible verses. Yeah, but... Bible time, which we already did in previous episodes. Yeah, uh, the verse that's under the cup is John 3.16. So oh, I believe it's Cone Stole Steve Austin 3.16. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. a wrestling reference. So, yeah. <laughs> they love wrestling, those Christians. Yep, yep. I'm Michael Santel. I'm Sick David Miller. And we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. He, uh, he need, he need hardly be, he need, he need hardly be said that. <laughs> God damn it. Here we go. Three, two, one, guts.